Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It is February 11th, 2024. We are currently in the month of passions and emotions, and that falls under the discipline of perception. Our episode today is 371, Suspend Your Opinions. Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-discovery and stoic journaling. I hope that you're gaining something along the way as well. I'll go ahead and read a quote that has to do with this week's theme. We have the power to hold no opinion about a thing and to not let it upset our state of mind, for things have no natural power to shape our judgments. Marcus Aurelius, Meditations 6.52 Marcus Aurelius encourages the cultivation of inner peace by recognizing that individuals have the ability to control their own reactions, and perceptions. By refraining from forming opinions or allowing external events to dictate their state of mind, individuals can maintain a sense of calm and equanimity. The quote reflects Stoic teachings on the importance of internalizing control over one's thoughts and emotions. Rather than allowing external circumstances to dictate one's mental state, By recognizing that external events hold no inherent power over one's judgments, individuals can achieve a greater sense of freedom and autonomy. In essence, Marcus Aurelius' quote encapsulates the Stoic principle of maintaining inner peace and resilience by recognizing the power of the mind to control its own reactions to external events. It emphasizes the importance of cultivating detachment from external circumstances and refraining from allowing them to disturb one's mental equilibrium. With that, I'd like to go ahead and share my thoughts from this week on the subject of letting go of or suppressing opinions. Frankly, thinking before taking action sounds like the right thing to do. So it's foolish of me to continue tricking myself into believing that I'm weighing my options out properly before taking the leap, as I have tended to do in the past. It isn't doing me any good in the long run. The reality of the situation is I'm likely overthinking, if anything. I have two settings when it comes to decision-making, freeze and do nothing, or jump in headfirst without considering all of the consequences associated with the choice I'm making. 
neither one of these is helpful, and it would seem more work is required of me in these poor impulsive if these Im- poor impulsive habits are going to have a chance of changing. Tigger needed the reminder, and so do I. We have to look before we leap, think before we bounce. Last year, I did a bad job of thinking before I acted. It's a month into this year, even knowing that I regret taking action without thinking beforehand, it doesn't feel like I've done anything to improve in this area. Having an all-or-nothing mindset has continued holding me back. This is another example of how that's the case. The idea that I can conquer fear and worry sounds laughable to me. I've spent over a year journaling and reflecting on stoic principles that, in theory, should have improved my circumstances by now, had I implemented them properly, that is. It feels as though I've already been defeated by my fears and worries, especially now that some of them have actually come to fruition, and very recently, leaving me miserable in their wake. Those fears coming true have solidified some old beliefs, and I'm unsure if that's a good result, and only time will tell. If I didn't have an opinion on everything, I'm sure life, or at least my communication and interaction with others, would improve. This week felt like it dragged on, and to a degree I would say that is due in part to the negative opinions I've been forming and or holding when it comes to my career or lack thereof. Interpersonal relationships, housing situations, and my position in life or society in general. Anger has played a hand in most areas of my life at some point or another as well. Despite putting what I consider an amiable amount of effort into regulating my emotions, it's still one of the things I struggle with the most. As it stands now, my anger seems easy enough to manage, although it stands to reason that I've merely replaced my quick temper with anxiety, worry, and feelings of despair, replacing one unhealthy habit or behavior for a new and arguably equally destructive one, and it isn't helping me in the slightest. Seneca aptly points out that anger is arrogant and relentless in its pursuit, so much so that when it doesn't have something external to lash out at, it then decides to turn the tables on itself, causing harm to the one holding it closest. If I stop placing blame on others, it becomes directed inward. What follows is far from constructive criticism. What's next is a torrent of negative feedback and anger that I wasn't or didn't do enough. For instance, when it comes to my work, life, or a career, I can sit and huff and puff about what I hate about the situation, staff, or tasks themselves. But it won't make a bit of difference. And rather than trying to find a solution, my temper tends to turn toward me and how the choices I've made led me to this current circumstance. Honestly, the person that angers me the most is myself. I get angry that I didn't know what I do now. 
I'm mad that I didn't go to college or prepare for the future in any way. I had no plan for continuing my education or the career path that I wanted, so I chose to float through life. More often than not, when I dig deeper, I find that anger is mostly the surface level of what emotions are really at play. Anger simply covers up the more vulnerable and, in my view, pathetic emotions that I experience during times of distress or turmoil. Fear, anxiety, loneliness, and regret all come to mind when thinking about what I'm trying to hide from others through my anger. If I reject if I reject the majority of people, they won't have the chance to reject me. A clearly foolish way of seeing or handling the inevitable. Rejection or the fear of it has influenced a lot of my decisions and actions, especially over the last few years. If we are being completely open, it led to an impaired driving incident in which I made contact with a parked car. It was at the tail end of an entire year of seeking, seeking comfort in the form of a relationship, only to be seen as a short-term dopamine hit or distraction, rather than someone worth spending time building a serious relationship with. I wish I could declare with absolute certainty that my soul is a decent ruler, capable of an in, of enacting compassionate influence over my own rational thinking and decisions. In my opinion, I would be blatantly lying if I were to stake this claim. Sure, I have made some progress when it comes to keeping my emotions in check, but that doesn't mean that I'm guiding myself using virtue as my north star. Self-respect doesn't come naturally to me, making it a bit more difficult to avoid more impulsive and indulgent behaviors, because I didn't, and at times, still don't consider the long-term toll that living a desire-driven life can have on me. As I say that, I realize that what hurts more is knowing how much pain and strife I have caused others living such a loose and fancy-free existence for so long. Trusting my own judgment is proving to be harder and harder as time goes on. The idea that self-awareness is foundational to enjoying life keeps coming to my attention. It was my belief that I have above-average self-awareness. However, in light of recent events, my confidence in this has dropped dramatically. Self-awareness, I'm learning, cannot be cultivated alone. There are too many blind spots and logical fallacies, at least for me, that I need to work past or through if I'm going to have a chance of what I would consider knowing myself deeply enough to make decisions that leave me feeling fulfilled and proud of myself rather than filled with regret and wishing I could change things. For all that it's worth, the whole idea of me learning from mistakes is bittersweet. This is greatly due to feeling like the lesson, once I finally learn it, is a waste when it can no longer help the situation I was hoping it would. Mainly my thoughts jumped to my relationship with Sunflower and a handful of people I considered friends or chosen family. 
choosing to accept others for who they are is what I ideally want to do as a person. Yet I find my opinions holding me back from connecting on a deeper level. It is frustrating to realize that my personal growth and lessons come too late, after a friendship has already suffered or a relationship has ended. Reflecting on my interactions with Sunflower and my chosen family, I see missed opportunities to truly understand and accept them. My stubborn opinions and judgments prevented me from connecting on a deeper level and hindered personal growth for all parties involved. I often catch myself judging others based on their actions or choices, and this sense of superiority prevents me from truly embracing them as they are. It's a constant battle between my desire to grow as a person and my stubbornness to hold on to my preconceived notions. As a result, I often find myself feeling isolated, longing for meaningful connections that seem just out of reach. But perhaps through acknowledging this flaw and actively working on accepting others unconditionally, I can break free from this self-imposed barrier and finally forge genuine relationships. On that note, I'm going to wrap things up this episode so I can attempt doing what's essential to me. I'm eager to learn more about myself as well as others while developing new and unused skills along the way. I hope that I get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love. Although, I need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life do take time. I enjoy journaling as it helps me to reflect daily, and everyone should try it for a while at least in my opinion. I feel good about getting these thoughts out even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful, so thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.